of the Yanks Go Marching Podcast, coming to you live from the southwestern portion of Connecticut to Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. I'm your host, Patrick McDonald, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Chris Kaminsky. Chris, how you doing, buddy? I still have not recovered, Patty. I mean, <laughs> it's that was a tough one to stomach, especially given the way we played. Ugh. I know we should be happy that uh, we got a result and going into it, everyone said, oh, we'll be happy for a result in that game. But hard to feel happy after that last second collapse. I mean, it, I, I, I give them credit for playing that hard in the uh, in the uh, difficult conditions of the jungle. But at the end of the day, they needed to play hard for 30 seconds longer, and I'm really disappointed we uh, couldn't get it. Yeah, I myself have not been able to watch a highlight of that match since. I mean, except for Jermaine Jones' goal. That's the only one I rewatched. But other than that, I've not been able to bring myself to read much about the U.S. national team, watch any highlights. It's been a tough one. I'll but, top hey, it even. I haven't watched a, I'll top that. I haven't watched even a single game since then. It's just <laughs> I can't even see soccer. It's killing me. I mean, I, I've seen a few highlights from other games, but – Oh, that was just so deflating to see that goal go in. Yeah, it, it was absolutely tough. But, hey, the good thing is we are a beer drinker's podcast, and that certainly helps numb the pain. Uh, tonight I've got my PBR sadness. Chris is drinking Blue Moon Brewing Company, Farmhouse Red Saison, and Jason has Heavy Seas Peg Leg Imperial Stout. As always, uh, send us in your own yellow and red cards after you hear the show and let us know what you think about our opinions. So it is time. It is time to look back and review the true true draw to Portugal. Uh, can we, as Chris, can we just it's like tearing off a band-aid. Just do it fast and get it over with. <laughs> we'll try and get through it as quickly as possible. Uh, as Chris said, I mean, yes, many of us, if we, if you asked us if we could have four points after two games in this group, we would be satisfied before this game. But to give up the six points and guaranteed passage into the round of 16 so late in the game is truly heartbreaking, especially in one where the U.S. outplayed its opponent. Um, the goals in this match, obviously, were Nani in the fifth minute off a of poor clearance by Jeff Cameron. Jermaine Jones is one to strike in the 64th. Clint Dempsey on the Graham Zeus across the 81st, and obviously Sylvester Varela on the Ronaldo assist at the very bitter, bitter end. Um, overall, U.S. played very, very well. Gave you hope that, you know, they can at least compete in the future. You saw Klinsman's obvious stamp on this team right now, but just not good enough. Uh, Chris, thoughts, feelings? I mean, we got into it a little bit, but time to let it out. It's, it's therapy about- time, baby. It's therapy time. Oh, God. Well, I mean, uh, what can you say that hasn't already been said? I mean, this game's been de- dissected a lot, even if you haven't seen all the highlights. Um, uh, Obviously, the first goal, complete joke. you got to clear that ball. I'm sorry. There's no excuse not clear Jeff Cameron. Uh, and then, you know, from that point, I thought, you know, U.S. looked shaky for a few minutes, but they, you know, they got themselves organized. They got resolute. Uh they had the better possession. They had the, the da- more dangerous chances. They used the flanks well. It was the kind of soccer 
um, uh, we've been we've been waiting for from this team, and it was much, much, much better than the Ghana game. The Jones goal was something beautiful. The Dempsey goal, uh, you know, great movement on that play. It was it was inventive. It was fast. It was it took advantage of you know the uh, Portuguese weaknesses. I thought it was really uh, really good. And what can you say about the the game tying goal? I mean, Ronaldo made a really good cross. Yeah, there was some uh, you know some missed opportunities there on our side to kind of lock it down. But at the same time, I like that we were still pressing Portugal at that point. We weren't just staying compact and in front of the goal. Maybe in retrospect, it was, um, you know, uh, a bad tactical decision, but I think we weren't afraid of the, of the spotlight and the situation in the team. Uh, I, I just think uh, it didn't bounce our way in that circumstance. And it's funny. We clearly outplayed Portugal in this game. Uh, only got, one point out of it. We got dominated by Ghana in the first game and got three. So World Cup is a is a cruel, fickle bitch. But uh, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, the way we played is heartening to me. The result is not. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. It, it's it's and if there's any maybe small silver lining, it's perhaps we can hope that this is just the exact same thing we saw in World Cup prep, and that being that the team is steadily getting better as each match goes on. I mean, that, that's obviously very you know abstract. That's not something we can measure per se, um, but hopefully this just means that they're going to play that much better against Germany, and they're going to need to. Uh, one of the players in particular that is going to need to step up this game, and we all know is capable, is Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley... Uh, I personally thought overall was better in this match, though still not his usual self. Uh, but that, I mean, he was gassed. There's no doubt about it. But that late turnover was just killer. Um, you know, it's, it's, I don't think it's indicative of their uh, offensive uh, mindset late in that game. I thought as they kept trying to take it to the corner, um, that was a brilliant game plan. Personally, I, I like that we were not afraid of Portugal. Uh, but, yeah, that, that turnover can't happen. And Bradley knows it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But uh, what do you think of Bradley's play? You, you, we've been waiting for him to turn it around in this World Cup. I mean, he was, he was pretty bad against uh, Ghana. And, again, my opinion, slightly better against Portugal. But uh, we possibly only have one game left. Do you think the real Michael Bradley will stand up? No, I mean, I think he's continued to be used a little bit out of his his natural position, which is more box-to-box. Uh, he, by going box to box in, in the Portugal game, I think he did a good job of his movement. I think he wore himself out real fast. I mean, he was especially not sharp. I'd say especially mentally uh, there in the second half. Uh, to me, you know, when you have 30 seconds left in the second half of the game, you're up two one, and a and a ball is cleared and it comes to your feet. Uh, you don't try to settle that ball and turn. You just kick the ball back down the field, especially when you're facing the other team's goalie. I mean, it's about wasting time. If you can kick that – if you can just punch that ball and kick it out of bounds, the game is over. Yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you don't have to settle the ball and control it. I just don't think he was thinking. Mm-hmm. He's, not the, he's not the only person to blame on that goal, and I think he's taken an un, unnecessarily hard rap on that. But to me, I, I think he, he was physically tired. He was mentally tired. And it's, you know, it's just something – you know, you hope you see the real Bradley show up. I'm not sure he will, but uh, he's out of position, so you, you feel for the guy. 
So, I mean, overall, you know, not a terrible performance by the U.S., just a, just a real heartbreaker at the end. Uh, who was your man of the match at this point? Let, let's, let's try and get a little positive here. Who, who's the guy that you were really impressed with uh, in, uh, on Sunday? Johnson and Jones. Yeah. I, I'd, mm-hmm. give it to, I'd give it to Jones because of that, that amazing goal. But Johnson was very dangerous up that flank. Uh, and a good job of getting back as well. I mean, now I see why we had him on the on the right hand side because uh, um, it really took Ronaldo out of the game because they couldn't, you know. Well, it didn't not in the, not in the same sense, but Johnson getting up and down was putting our focus on the right hand side. So if they got the ball off us, uh, which was rare, they had to sh- shift the field to find um, uh, Ronaldo, and that gave us a chance to to regain our shape. Uh, and there was, I, I thought we used it a lot to our advantage. Whenever Ronaldo got the ball, uh, you know, Beckerman or uh, Be- uh, Beasley or whoever got right up on him and were able to pressure him, make him get rid of the ball. Uh, so there was some, some good defense being played even in a 2-2 game. Uh, but yeah, I would say, I'd say Jones was my, was my guy and, and Johnson after that. But hell, Deuce had a good game. Uh, and that goal was was uh, a real nice piece of work. I thought uh, some of Zuzi's crosses were really poor. Uh, I, I didn't think every, all of his service was very good, but I think in the end, uh, he you know he found guys when it countered again. Uh, Bedoya didn't do much for me. I don't I don't remember him standing out a lot, positive or negative. Uh, Beckerman was good. I hate to fucking say it, but Beckerman was good. <laughs> No, God, please, no, no, no! The only man in America who hates Kyle Beckerman. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely going to agree with you on some of those points. I mean, Jermaine Jones, again, that wonder strike was fantastic. That's uh, a little bit of desire, but I'm going to have to give it to you. As bad as uh, Jeff Cameron was, Matt Beasler was an absolute stud at center back, and uh, I think for that reason just helping to shut down. I mean, really, the, the first goal was so fluky. Uh, it, overall, you can't you can criticize one guy on the defense, not the whole defense. And I think Matt Beasler really helped uh, manage a stout D for the U.S. Overall stout, except for those just two lapses of judgment. Um, that was great. So I'm going to have to go to uh, Matt Beasler. Um, out of this game, you know, at least the U.S. gets out injury-free. They do not get out card-free. <laughs> the Jermaine Jones yellow card has finally happened that everybody was waiting for. It'll be carried through the quarterfinals if the U.S. were to go that far. Um, so he cannot get a, another yellow in the next potentially three matches or else he will miss the next game. Uh, the other Group G game was Germany ties Ghana 2-2. Uh, Germany did us no favors there. Uh <laughs> Let Ghana stay alive. They now are themselves also fighting for the top seed without having it secured. Um, this is, it was it was it was an exciting game, but it did you know. And for that matter, if you're just a pure soccer fan, it was a very interesting one to watch. But for a U.S. fan, it did not go our way whatsoever. Um, well, yeah, you have any? That's for damn sure. What's that? It's better than Ghana winning. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Ghana winning would be probably be much worse. Um, but you know, now they are very much alive, and in my opinion, the more dangerous of the two teams playing um, in the final group match tomorrow. But uh, where it leaves right now, Germany and the U.S. are both tied atop or 
both have four points. Germany is in front with a plus four goal differential. Uh, U.S. is plus one. Ghana is in third with one point and a negative one goal differential. And Portugal is already at the bottom, uh, all the way at the bottom, one point with a negative four goal differential. And as I've been saying the entire tournament, not that good. Anyway, uh, with that leaves us scenarios to advance. Uh, with a draw or win, we're in. And so that's all we need. And so on paper, it looks like we are dandy. Uh, with a Portugal or Ghana draw, if we lose, we are still in. Uh, if we are, if we lose and Ghana wins but doesn't make up a plus two a goal difference or doesn't move past plus two, we win. Uh, Portugal, uh, if we lose and Portugal wins but doesn't make up the five goals, obviously then we win. So right now, uh, outside of our own game, U.S. fans probably should be rooting for Portugal. Yeah, you'd think. I, I'm rooting for the draw. I'm I'm hoping that they just put themselves out both, just going for the draw, just to be safe. That would, but whatever. That would be nice, but uh, I mean, you know, I, I in what I personally think is, I think Ghana's going to win. I, I don't have a much. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they, unless Portugal has a bounce back game, much like Spain did earlier, where they, you know, like screw this, we got to show some pride. They came out, they had a real dominant performance and won the game. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one at all. I, I just saw the highlights. Uh, like I said, haven't been watching full games, but uh, Davi Villa's uh, little heel flick goal. Oh my gosh, a thing of beauty. Uh, so I mean, maybe Portugal has has just an ounce of pride left. They can come out and play like it and uh, get a result against Ghana. I would certainly appreciate it, Portugal. <laughs> I know. I never read Portugal before in my life, but uh, now I definitely am. I mean, but that being said, I mean. We already have Cristiano Ronaldo talking and defeatist attitude with the whole, you know, we're just, you know, we're not that good. So I, 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 it almost sounds like they've already packed it in. And uh, so, oof, I don't know. I think the U.S. going to need. And that brings us to our preview of tomorrow's final Group G match against Germany. And Chris, guess what? i got a fun stat for you. You want to hear it? Oh, uh, do I have to? Unfortunately, we do. And here it is, and uh, Taylor Twelman dropped this bomb on Mike and Mike in the morning on ESPN Radio yesterday. All teams in the 2014 FIFA World Cup who have played in Manaus lost their following match. That includes Italy and England, who are now both out of the World Cup, and Cameroon and Croatia, who are also eliminated from the World Cup. So if you're one of those people who believes trends are meant to be broken, that doesn't bother you. But if you're someone like me who had their optimism get destroyed in about five seconds, after reading that, that is not a fun thing because that means the U.S. probably should not rely on Portugal and, frankly, would not look better than Ghana at, as is anyway. And the U.S. will, on fewer days rest, mind you, has to go now get a result against Germany. Uh, the match is tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern. They play at Arena Pernambuco in Recife. Chris, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you really want to know? I don't know if I want to know, but the listening public, they want to know. <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't look particularly good for us, does it? I mean, Germany are a good team. I think I, I think the only thing that might, you know, happen is if it's nil-nil or 1-1 and you get, to say, the 60th minute, the 70th minute, 75th minute, whatever, I think Germany and USA are happy just to pack it in at that point, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, both both teams just park the bus and kick the ball around, not in a in a farcical kind of way. But I I think at that point, if it's if it's tied and you're feeling exhausted and maybe there's been an injury or there's been a, a couple cards, 
both teams are just going to want to get out of there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's our... I think that's really our best shot. I agree with you. I think Ghana is going to beat up Portugal. I think they're going to wipe the floor with them. Uh, I think they'll win by more, by two goals or more. So uh, we can't lose. We just can't lose at all. Um, but it's it's Germany. It's, it's why I'm so upset. I just don't see advancement at this point. Um, Germany is the exact kind of team that we struggle against. Uh, here's why. They're fast. They're technical. They're good on the counterattack. They have the size to deal with our uh, – and the discipline to deal with our set pieces. Uh, so there's no real advantage for us in this game. I can't see any place on the field where where I would say I would take that matchup. Uh, and so that's bad. <laughs> that makes me nervous. And even though Ghana was able to come out and have a game where I think they deserve that draw against uh, against Germany, uh, we're not that same kind of team. They they did very well in the counterattack. I don't think we have necessarily the speed that Ghana does, and it's the same stuff that we struggled with against Ghana ourselves. We just were able to stay a little more compact and not let the game open up. Germany opened that game up a little bit, and I think that's a little bit what hurt them. But Germany is not a team that kills themselves. You have to beat Germany. I don't think we have the talent to beat Germany. And so I think we lose that game, and we have to hope against hope that uh, we get a little bit of help from Portugal and, Portugal and Ghana. And I just – my nightmare is Ghana wins and we lose and Ghana advances, it, eliminating us from the World Cup for the third straight tournament. Yeah, that is the nightmare scenario, scenario for U.S. fans, to be eliminated <laughs> in a roundabout way by Ghana once again. Um Look, I, I think the U.S. has proven that they can they can compete with Germany. They, they you know, if I'm going to not be pessimistic for just a minute, it, it, I think we are absolutely capable of competing with Germany. Uh, I think they are even capable of winning a game against Germany. Uh, but 10 out of 10 times, I think Germany wins that match, hands down. That That's the flip side of that argument. Um Look, the U.S. is good about good again, good at punching above its own weight, um, you know. And this is just another opportunity to do that. Uh, Klinsman, I, I think, has proven recently that he may have taught he may have taught Yogi Low more than people originally thought. Um, you know, so he may very well know how to get around this guy. Um, the flip side can be said for Yogi Low can know how to get around Klinsman. Um, the last two times these two teams met, uh, the U.S. won. Obviously, though, that being said, it was not a full-strength German squad that they faced. Um, it, it, it's, it's it's a coin toss. I, the, the best hope, I do believe, is the U.S. getting a draw. And, and I think if they can somehow, even like you said, you know, um, channel 60 to 70 minutes worth of energy, I'm with you. I think they're both going to kind of like pack it in for the last 20, 30 minutes and uh, agree to a draw if that's where it stands at that moment. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Like you know, like I said, like you said, I think Ghana is just going to throttle Portugal. Uh, so I do not think we can rely on goal differential whatsoever. Um, we need to get this draw we, at the very, very least, because otherwise, I, I'm with you. I do not see the U.S. advancing. Unfortunately, at this point, I don't. Um, I wish I could be more positive, kids, but uh, it's just not 
right now we just left ourselves in a hole. Uh, you know, it, that would, they needed, they cannot, they did not need to give up that last second goal to Portugal. And they are now in a tough bind. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a, a 2 nothing loss, unfortunately, to Germany. And I think Germany and Ghana advance out of this group. Can you imagine if it's 2-0 to Ghana in its 80th minute or 75th minute and it's 1-0 to Germany and, you know, we're watching both games at the same time? I, I mean, I might die. <laughs> seeing if we can't get that last miracle goal. I mean, uh, how do we end up here again? Uh, it, it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, crazy for us to be here. But, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want, you know, a, a handshake deal between Yugi Löw and Jurgen Klinsmann to just say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna play to a draw. And I don't think there's any, you know, any victory in that. So I'd rather earn our way into the next round. And I'll say this: this here's my only positive thing that I can say about this game. The U.S. players don't think they're gonna lose to Germany. The yes. US players- they can win. That's the difference with Jurgen Klinsmann, um, is these players aren't just like, we're going to hope to play with these guys. You know, they're, they're talking about going in and winning. They're talking about going in and upsetting these guys. They're talking about going in and talking about their own advantages. Uh, and I think they really believe that stuff. I think that they came out against Portugal, and even after that goal, they played unafraid uh, when they could have packed it in and gone home. So, this team does have the fighting spirit that we've come to expect from USA teams, but they have a little bit of, uh, you know, a different skill and mindset in that. They're they're not fearing the big shark, uh, and I think that they're going to go out and try and hit at. If we, excuse me. If we can think of anything positive, that's it. That they they might be able to go out and put a goal on the board, and if if we score one goal, Patty, I think we escape the group. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, this team believes, and that, that's all Jurgen Klinsmann, without a doubt. Um, you, you know, uh, and that's really what more can you ask for? Uh, what more can you ask for? I mean, they are saying the right things, um, and they put in the performances that show that you, should, you shouldn't completely give up. That's for sure. Uh, you should have an ounce of belief. You should have an ounce of optimism going into this match because they do, and that's uh, that's what matters most. We're, we're, we're seeing we're seeing Quincy Ball uh, taking shape here in U.S. soccer, and uh, the future is bright. That is for sure. But is it the yeah. future bright? Immediate future, we'll see. <laughs> I I mean I wouldn't be shocked if we do it, Pat. I just don't think we will. I mean that's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone will be surprised, especially people on the world football scene. Now, I think they're they're not going to be surprised if we advance. I. You know, we talked a little bit about last week. I do, even if we are eliminated tomorrow, uh, the one thing we can say about this World Cup, Pat, is that this is the year the United States arrived on the world scene. Uh, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a real meaningful way. Not in a way, I remember reading some articles after our run in the 2002 World Cup about how some, some you know, federations were worried that U.S. was going to really catch fire. But that was, you know, flash in the pan, you know, whatever. I think Teams really respect the way we're trying to build from the ground up. They respect our style of um, play. They know that uh, we're not just hardworking players anymore. We have some real technical ability. That goal from Germany was technical. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. even even some of that that motion that led up to the second goal. Really beautiful technical football. We're not just kamikazes anymore. Um, I think we're yeah. a proper 
footballing nation. And whatever happens going forward, I think that that is our takeaway from this World Cup. And, you know, uh, a year ago, uh, 18 months ago, when we were really wondering about, when some people were really wondering about Klinsman's leadership, to think that we'd be in this position now, it, it, it is special. We can't, we have to keep that in perspective, but um, I just don't think that we have, you know, our our luck has run out in terms of... Shut, shut, shut up, shut up. You, you, were, you were on such a good roll. Just shut up. that last part <laughs> You had people even tricked. You had people even... <laughs> Just leave it at that. We did where you were leaving it. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not my belief or your belief that matters. It's the player's belief. And I, and Absolutely. I, I do think that the players believe. I do think that Clint Dempsey is not scared to, you know, run down Murtisecker. And uh, I don't think that uh, Tim Howard is scared to face a shot from, from Mueller or Ozu or whoever, you know. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, the jitters have been shaken off. The, the you know, the back line, they, they struggled in the first game. They gave up a couple, you know, bad plays in the second game, but I still saw improvement there. Uh, yeah. There's a possibility they improve in the third game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, there's, there's possibilities. There's possibilities. I just don't want to get my hopes up, Pat. That's basically what it comes down to. I don't want to be yeah. built and be devastated. Because if we, I mean, that, that goal was devastating. If we get another one of those, I might just <laughs> walk into a deep lake and never come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Do you think any work is going to get done across the United States tomorrow between oh. noon and 2 p.m.? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. I'm with you. <laughs> I worked till late tonight, so I was sure that I could uh, have a, a no tomorrow. That's for damn sure. I'm watching the game with my boss, so I'm I'm totally good. <laughs> um, well, I am the boss, so I'm, that's that's good for me too. So. There you go. There you go. Uh, two just very quick other World Cup things. Did you expect to see both Italy and England not make it out of that group? No, of course not. Uh, I, I I liked Italy to advance. Um, England, not so much, but I, I, I mean, who would have thought Costa Rica would have been that good? They were just very, very, very solid. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm go Costa Rica, I, I, but I am upset to see Mario Balotelli knocked out of the uh, knockout round. And then actually, the from that group as well, Luis Suarez, you think if FIFA takes action? Of course, they have to, don't they? I mean, FIFA FIFA's notoriously bad at disciplining people, but you can't not discipline him, right? I mean, that was as blatant as it gets. And I think his comments that, oh, we were just alone in the box and he hit me in the mouth with his shoulder. What yeah. a wonderfully absurd thing to say. Oh, yeah. Suarez, you crazy, crazy boy. Oh, no, he's done for the tournament. He may be done for longer than that in terms of uh, how you know FIFA things. Yeah. I, I would expect Colombia to get out of that. Only That's going to be such a great, on July 4th, Colombia-Brazil. I mean, that's what's going to, the matchup's going to be, right? I mean, that's going to be Fantastic. Can't wait and to see that. Oh, can't wait to set up fireworks and then at the same time watch a great comedy bowl, whatever, how you say it. But uh, so that's just it. I mean, if the U.S. does, let's, uh, I don't want to think about it, but if the U.S. does get knocked out, hey, there's still plenty of great soccer to watch after that. All right. I think it might be time to wrap this up. Uh, any cards? Mm, no, no cards. 
clean. We are I think clean. Jason's just taking mercy on us because we're so sad. He doesn't want to destroy what's <laughs> left of our frail psyches. And for that, we thank him. Thank you very much. All right, let's wrap this up. You can find us on our website, yanksgomarching.blogspot.com. You can email us any questions, comments at yanksgomarching at gmail.com. Facebook, facebook.com slash yanksgomarching. You can find us on Twitter, at yanksgomarching. Myself, at pnecd82. Chris, at chriskaminsky18. And our producer, Jason, at Dr. Stooge. Subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, RSS, and SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash yanks go dash marching please leave us a review or rating on any of those platforms with that all being said chris any last words well patty i i, I don't know I, despite all our negativity uh we send all of our best thoughts and wishes toward those players in recife and hell i mean it it would be very american for us to lose it at the death but it would also be very american for us to to, to punch germany in the nose and win that game and win the group how exciting would that be? So go, go, USA. I believe that we will win. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's, let's make it Rocky style. Knock down Apollo Creed. And then just go the distance. I believe that we will win. For myself, Chris Kaminsky, and Jason Iapico, this has been the Yanks Go Martian Podcast, and we will see you later. Peace, y'all. Go, USA!